This is Flip Gordon, and you are listening to Wrestling POV Podcast. What's going on, everybody? It's MLW's Kiro Kwan, representing the Contra Unit, and we're here with Wrestling POV's Global Entertainment Podcast. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. What's up? This is Jeff Cobb. You're listening to WPOV Global. time of the year, that time of the program. Hey, it's time you tuned in because it's WPOV Global. I'm your host, the end of the year legend, T.E. James Logan, and with me, our New Year's baby himself, the gentleman, Elio <laughs> New Year's baby? What? What's going on? Well, I'm the old man going out, you're the new man coming in. Alright. Uh, yeah, we'll just go with that. Alright. So you are listening to WPOV Global. This is a special edition. It is the end of the year, Elio. Yes, it is. It's already here. Did you, did you think we were going to last this long without uh, going insane from the amount of wrestling we've been watching? <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's been a crazy amount of wrestling, especially from New Japan. I was going to say, how is it we've not picked up Japanese with all the stuff <laughs> we've uh, had to watch? I, I mean, that G1 Climax, that was how many days? Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, the World Tag League almost broke me. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> almost broke yep. me. I, I know we've discussed that on regular episodes. Well, folks, you know what? We're going to do a special episode here where we're going to talk about the companies that we have been following and we've been reporting on, including the two companies that we stopped recording. We will, you know, obviously they didn't do so good because we're not really talking about them, but we're yeah. going to talk a bit about them. And what our format is basically is this. We're going to tell you what we think was, for us, the best thing of uh, said uh, company. What was the, what was a, a low life, low light, and uh, where do we see it? Like, how did it do during the year? And where do we see it going next year? All right? So this will be some interesting stuff. Let's start off with, I don't know, let's start off with WWE NXT UK. Okay. Now, Elio. Yes. How do you say the year has been? This this 2019, how was it for uh, UX, uh, UK NXT? Uh, I think they had a great year uh, in 2019. They had, I mean, uh, our weekly races, uh, they're in first place uh, in the weekly race. So they, they've had a pretty good year, especially uh, the NXT UK TakeOver specials. Those have been some really great shows. I got I to gotta admit, uh, I really have... Uh, I, you know, we talked about this before, I think. Uh, when, the, when we started the year... Mm-hmm. Um, when we first started getting into UK, it was a little tough. We didn't know a lot of the wrestlers. Right. Um, and it seemed like at that time, nobody really stood out. They were all kind of generic copies of each other. Yep. The business division was pretty much the same. It was pretty quiet, except for Rhea Ripley mm-hmm. and Tony Storm. It was generic, you know, Ginny wannabe. Oh, come on. You're, come on. You, you, know, you know you like Nina Samuels. Let's go. Come on. Oh, my, Nina Samuels may as well be Ginny, who may oh. as well be Ginny. Am I mistaken? You are so mistaken. <laughs> that is your kind of um, But as the year progressed, we started to see the emergence of new talents, and we also saw talents stepping up. Uh, case in point, when we started this, the Coffee Brothers were the sort of dominant force, and British Strong Style was just yep. starting to come up. Uh, the end of the year has come up, and look at the Coffee Brothers today. 
It's like Jimi Hendrix said, Moon turned the tides because now we're fa- fans of Gallus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know where you pulled that out of your ass, Elio, but that was good. <laughs> <laughs> what moon to the tide? It's a song off of uh, Hendrix's 68 CD. I'm just amazed you pulled that out of something. <laughs> 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 anyhow, anyhow. You know what? Um, what would you say was, for you, what were some of the best parts of NXT this year? Okay. Oh, um, so of course, uh, Rhea Ripley is uh, one of my highlights of uh, 2019 in NXT UK. Definitely, definitely. We're a pretty exciting young lady. Yep. Ilya Dragunov. Yes, Dragunov. Another yep. one of my favorites. I like uh, him. Let's throw Imperium and Walter out there because mm-hmm. uh, he really has taken the storm, especially the last part of uh, the year here. Imperium's standing pretty tall. Um, let's even look at uh, Dave Mastiff as a wrestler who started the year as and the hunt started off as three people that me and you wanted nothing to watch about. <laughs> yep. And now we're actually enjoying what they're doing out there. Now actually I'm gonna throw out a bit of trivia at you. Now yes, um I was uh, watching uh, not long ago I was watching uh, that movie about Paige's career fighting with my family. Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, did, did you notice they massive in there? I actually did. I did yeah. see him. He was a cryo. He was one of the guys who didn't make it to the yeah. Yeah. As soon as I saw the guy, I'm like, wait, wait, I have to look that up. Because I always look at the cast to see if there's anyone I know. If there was someone I recognized, I'm like, I gotta see. Because this is gonna bother me. I know what you like, man. When I watch a movie, I'm like, who was the key grip? Who was the person who added the assistant coffee? I need to know that. Anyhow. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, okay, you know what? Uh, Rhea Ripley, definitely, uh, she's now moved on. Yep. Uh, uh, NXT, well, is it, she's on an NXT the, 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 the regular NXT, not, yeah. And she's made a, a couple of appearances right. on uh, the main roster in WWE. She has really uh, shown herself to be a unique, uh, strong, powerful, really crazy good wrestler. Mm-hmm. We've done nothing to sing the praises of her, me and you, this entire year. Yep. Uh, Ilian Dragunov, I'm glad you brought him up. When I first saw Dragunov, I was a little skeptical. He seemed a little small. He seemed a little bit... You know those guys who uh, put too much into their character? And, 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 and he he had, like, that really, like, hard style. Like, he was, like, really going after his opponents yeah. in the ring. It's and like, yet, okay, that's just like, wow, I'm not sure where they're going with this guy. And yet it won us over because he never wavered. He continued that style. Yep. And he continued to, to, to develop himself into a really interesting character. Uh, yes, see, a that's what I like about NXT UK is... Um, Guys that uh, we started out the year not liking have made us fans of them just like by their just by their wrestling skill. That is true. And, but on the flip side, we're going to have to admit there are a few guys who started the year off as like us going, uh, and yep. they've ended the year with us going, uh. <laughs> Yep. And, and I guess let, let's talk about the elephant in the room, definitely Joseph Connors. Oh, no, actually... Yeah, I, from the first time I saw that guy, I was not a fan. Um, yeah, I, I find him so generic and so underwhelming, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, another person who uh, was definitely a, a letdown for us, Ligero. I'm not sure what people see in this guy, but I don't see him. <laughs> I do not see much in Ligero. I, I don't no. get it. Uh, a, a guy who came in with great promise, but kind of, 
let's face it, he kind of shit the bed is Noam Dar. Oh, yeah. I, I, I had high hopes seeing him uh, when he first came into 205, but the Noam Dar we're getting here in the yeah. UK is just, He is so boring. Cool. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> and let's, you know, we joked in the beginning, but there are, there are a few terrible, terrible standouts, if you will, in the women's division. Uh, Nina Samuels, uh, Jenny... Uh, Jizzy or Jazzy or whatever the hell she is I call them Team Jizzy when they're together Yeah. all three of those ladies have been nothing but a waste of screen time yeah. at times I watch them and I'm like I would rather watch Killer Kelly uh, do a half hour and, and, and I, I was the one that told you you know Nina Samuels was one to look out for I was uh, wrong I, I was mistaken we all make mistakes <laughs> you know um there's wrestlers. I thought that I thought that uh, two of the stars, and and they're they're bringing them along so slowly. When I first saw uh, Candy Floss, mm-hmm. and uh, who was the other one? Um, Isla Dawn. Isla Dawn. I thought, yeah. I thought these two girls would be pushed right away and make a big difference, and instead, they're barely opening mid card. They're not even mid card. They're opening. Start, you know, they're kind of well, fodder for well, the well, When was the last time we saw Candy Floss on, on television? <laughs> I don't know. I do believe, however, she was injured during the year. Oh, okay. um, I do follow her on social media. She'll probably be making a comeback soon. Uh, but let's face it, even before she was injured, she really wasn't doing much. Yeah. And Isla Dawn, I, I, I see traces of her looking great, and then she just gets buried by whoever <laughs> she... they, they feed her to. So, she's lost every yeah. match, hasn't she? Or almost every match. Yeah, she's pretty. She probably has a terrible winning record. I, I, I have to admit that. Wow. Um, guys like uh, Travis Banks. There's a guy when I saw in the beginning thought was generic. He's actually made a bit of an impression. I'm not going to say he's a main eventer by any means, but he's interesting, and, and I'm following him a bit. Um, I got to say though, for this year, NXT UK was kind of an unknown quantity we took it on we weren't sure where we were getting out of this i gotta admit the first couple episodes i thought oh my god elio this is we're gonna be stuck watching this boring crap <laughs> what's the gentleman gotten me into yeah what do we get what do we get into but you know what uh it's actually one of the programs especially at this moment of the three programs we consider or four programs we consistently watch this is the one program that i look forward to the most yep. because the quality of wrestling in it has been very good so i would say uh, on our you know report card grading, I would give an A this year. Yeah. Next to UK. I'm gonna go with an A. Year, yep. Yeah, they they start off the year unknown. They've really kind of come on strong. Now, what should we be watching in the coming year? Well, I think Dragon Off is one guy I'm gonna note as definitely a breakout star. Imperium. Um, Imperium, well, they're already there. Um, but yeah, I still think they're gonna dominate at least the first six months. And uh, I would say keep an eye right now on, I'm going to say Travis uh, Travis Banks is going to make a bit of a wave. And um, Piper Niven. I think Piper Niven. Yeah, I was just about to say Piper Niven. The, the only girl who, for me right now, the, or wrestler even, is, is, is the big uh, question mark is Tony Storm. A, a girl who has started off the year with such promise, mm-hmm. had a very rough year. Yep. And even right now, I, you know, I, I don't even understand what they're trying to do with her. Uh, she's been off TV for a very long time. Mm-hmm. She never rechallenged for her belt. Now she's trying to make waves, but it seems like Piper Niven and other wrestlers have taken her place. And I don't know. There just seems that little spark 
that I enjoyed about Tony Storm just isn't there right now. Okay. So she's the one dark horse where she could go either way, folks. Either she's going to get herself together and have a great year, or she's just going to fall apart and disappear. Um, a quick look at the, t- the champions. Um, you know, like Walter, definitely the dominant champion now. You know, takes it from Tyler Bate, uh, makes himself a very big, uh, a big name. Um, Kaylee Ray, uh, the women's champion, not sure. I need to see more of her because it seems like they throw a lot of her posturing and talking, but you don't see a lot of wrestling. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like I've been saying. Uh, we we I really want to see more from her. Like right now, I'm saying that I like her, but I'm gonna have to see more. Exactly, you know, and it, I'm just not buying her in this division right now as champion with such of the stronger wrestlers that are there. Um, and who are the current tag team champions right now? Um, current tag team champions are Gallus. Yeah, that's right, Gallus. Yeah, they just. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how long Wolfgang and uh, Mark Coffey are going to be champions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this was just a good setup to get them against Imperium. But let's look at the, I mean, you look at the tag team division, there's not really any strong teams in UK, like nothing really big. I mean, the only real team is the Hunt. Yeah. You know, and they haven't really won enough stuff to be credible challengers yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, lots of the teams like Andrews and... Um, Webster. The mod father. Yeah, yeah. Th- those two guys. That was, I don't know why those guys, they gave them like a one night win or something like that. He, and Zach Gibson and, uh, what's that Shawn Michaels wannabe guy? Uh, James Drake. James Drake. What a bunch of hoopla for nothing. I mean, how long were they the champions and they they didn't do dick? But, but actually, um, a couple of weeks back uh, when they couldn't promo in the ring actually I kind of didn't mind that promo that they were doing in the ring well that's cool that's cool maybe that gives them something but yeah. you gotta admit overall they had a pretty weak they, yeah they did have a pretty yeah and uh, oh. not, not many people liked that uh, Gibson no not at all yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll take those guys over to us for Connors so yeah hell yeah <laughs> in a, so you know what folks definitely uh, WWE NXT UK is definitely a show that I would say keep watching. Yep. We're enjoying it. And we see nothing but another strong year coming, I would say. Mm-hmm. Next, uh, here's one that's very confused me. Uh, no, you know what? Before we go that, let's go into the barrel and look at one of the shows that we've dropped. Okay. okay. Let's start with Ring of Honor. Oh, yes. <laughs> what a rough year for Ring of Honor. say in its entirety of this company this to me has to be probably the weakest year that this company has had um they don't have a very uh deep roster they have a few standout guys but not enough that makes their show interesting to watch i think i think i read where they just recently lost bandito did they lose bandito yeah i believe uh, he was uh he's gone oh wow bandito was one of the few bright stars they have um, overall, the company has really taken a loss. You know, with all the guys that left for AEW, left a big void in ROH, and they didn't have enough time to fill in guys. A lot of the guys that are currently in there, you know, they're okay. You know, I mean, you got great guys like Jeff Jeff Cobb. Mm-hmm. You've got Jay Lethal. Yeah. Um, who else would you say are some 
really good, talented guys in there. I mean, Roosh, he's pretty Roosh, good. Roosh, yeah. Uh, Silas Young has uh, mm-hmm. been steadily getting better and better. But for all of that, how much more of the Shinobi shit squad do we have? <laughs> or who's that gross, that, that obesely gross uh, TV champion of theirs who's just terrible? Who's that guy? Shane, Shane Taylor? Taylor? Oh, my goodness. Get him. Or how many times are they going to try and tell us that Kenny King has a personality even I've never <laughs> seen I mean I'm going to have to go off the reputation they're giving because that guy is boring as crap now I have to say because I'm not sure what's going on because we haven't seen ROH in a while but apparently they have their final battle pay-per-view tomorrow night and um the kingdom is no more I believe because um, one match that they're going to have is Matt Taven versus Vincent well, that's just, yeah, you know, I haven't been following it too much, but uh, Vincent actually turned on Matt Taven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They, they came some more, so I'm just wondering, like, what's going on there? Well, you know what? The Kingdom was one of the few uh, acts that started off looking very weak in the beginning of the year that mm-hmm. turned out to be pretty darn good, you know? Yeah. They're solid wrestlers. Um, other guys to, to keep an eye on, um, I don't know, Jonathan Gresham, he's kind of up and down. You're never sure what you're going to get with him. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about Jeff Cobb. That man's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show. <laughs> he. Uh, but uh, but in saying that, he is actually a very dominant, cool wrestler who we've seen tear up the things in New Japan. Yes. Um, Jay Lethal. Uh, I've known Jay Lethal many years. Mm-hmm. But what a tremendous talent. Yeah. I almost wish he wasn't in an ROH. I wish he was in another company, a bigger company. Um, but I don't know, man. This I say this is a weak year because we always looked at ROH as being the wrestling company you know when you wanted good wrestling you turned on ROH and you were going to get good wrestling and I, I, I thought that new format they they started uh, doing I thought that would be like so cool the way when they first uh, when they first premiered it yeah it was like you know what dude it was like a Twinkie covered in chocolate <laughs> yep. first three buttons you're like this is amazing and then your fourth bite you're like this is crap away. <laughs> yep. um, we realized pretty darn soon that you know what? You can dress a pig up, but if you take her to prom, you still look like uh, you still look like a farm animal lover. Like uh, it, 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 it just wasn't enough. It was yep. they were just taking the, the crap they had, giving us mm-hmm. little things, and not making it the show exciting. I mean, you might as well just watch YouTube and watch the highlights for what they were giving <laughs> us. Right. And then when they would actually give us a match, it would be. And I know I, I've been made fun of these guys a lot, but come on, man. These guys are like opening card guys. Is The Shinobi Shit Squad, yeah. that's what I call them. We're going to call them whatever they're, they're really called. Um, they're just not worth being in the main event. They're not worth my 15, 20 minutes of watching. Oh. And yet, continuously, they're on ROH television. <laughs> yeah. And I ask myself, well, why would you put them on when you have Roosh, when you have Bandito, mm-hmm. when you had uh, Jay Lethal? Uh, Flip Flip Gordon. Flip Gordon, yeah, you've got some good guys there. Why are you giving us throwing down a throw? I mean, Kenny King had how many main events? (laughs) You know? Kenny Um, King. Kenny King is where charisma goes to die. I mean, he walks into a room and he sucks the oxygen out of it. He sucks so hard. Um, it's, It's, you know, will ROH go out of business? Probably not. I mean, they're owned by the Sinclair Network, which has a gazillion channels across the U.S. And ROH, even if it becomes so crappy, even if it becomes to impact-level uh, nonsense, it's still going to have a home because it's free, cheap, 
programming for the Sinclair Broadcasting Network. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're just happy they have a show. I don't think they really care who's watching it or how many are watching it mm-hmm. uh, or the quality of it. So um, I'm going to give ROH, I'm going to give them a C- minus this year because while they weren't the worst um, thing we're going to talk about, they're right at the bottom, and that's not cool. Yeah, no, as, as Carpenter would say, he spits in the face of people who are not cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, if you can pull up obscure Jimi Hendrix quotes, I can pull out Carlito quotes. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Your final word about ROH. Yeah, um, mine's going to be uh, about the same C- because just it's just painful. It was painful to watch. Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, when, when it gets to the point where I just, you know, I said to Elio one day, Elio, I don't want to cover ROH anymore because, mm-hmm. you know, it's gotten so bad that I tried to slough it off to make Elio watch it more than me and that I would get to know that you take the lead on it. But I even realized it was so unfun watching that it became a chore. And we would we put a poll out for the to the fans and ask them what they their thoughts on ROH. Yeah, and, and we you know what? Fans see it as kind of stinking up the room right now too. And I think the ratings show it and even the wrestlers seem to show it. So C minus, let's and now next year do we see better things coming for ROH? I'm gonna say no. I say it's gonna. I don't know the way they're going now. Hmm. I mean, I did. Sorry. The 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 one uh, the one fun part of ROH right now is just uh, tuning in to see Quinn. That is true. When your announcer is the only exciting part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess basically the best analogy to describe uh, imp- uh, sorry uh, ROH for next year is it is that last turd that's floating around the toilet before you flush it. Ooh. You know, if you flush it, it might bounce back up yep. a little bit. But as much as it bounces up, it's still a piece of shit in a toilet bowl. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't see a lot going on for this show. Um, and like I said, Sinclair doesn't have any reason to really invest any more into it. Why would they bother? They already own the stuff. They don't need to... You know, it's already all after all the free programming that they have on Sinclair Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. There's lots of that crap. This doesn't mean doesn't matter if ten thousand people less a week watch it. It's still more than whatever infomercial crap they're playing at ten o'clock at night. So, yeah, week week year for ROH. Yep. All right, let's move on to one now that oh man, this one kind of really confuses me and and sometimes breaks my heart a little. Oh, can take a guess? Yes. MLW. Yes, you are 100 correct. MLW started off the year as this very, like, I was liking it. Every person that I knew who was a wrestling fan who hadn't seen it, I would say that you got to check out MLW. It's free, it's on YouTube. There's, ex- you know, yeah, there's a few wrestlers who are obscure and ridiculous. You know, you got your Barrington Hughes's. You got yeah. these ridiculous, don't belong there wrestlers. But you also have a bunch of, like, gems, unshined gems yeah. in there. And some other guys that you remember from the past. And, uh, you know, they called it hybrid wrestling. And that's definitely what it was. However, as the year went on, the first six months were so solid. The last six months have been on Mm. kind of a downward slope. And even the things that we enjoyed. uh, One of our standouts of the year is, I'm going to also say, one of the worst of the year for us. 
Vance Warner. Oh, I know. He started out the year, like, we, when we saw that vignette, uh, for him, we were like, hmm, what, what, what is this guy? Who is this guy? And then we saw him actually do, ha in matches, and he, be we became a fan. Then he got all caught up in this feud with Selena's uh, group and Jimmy Havoc, and that's where he went downhill. Exactly. You know, we had this really fun wrestler who was a tough guy, who did some cool things, we had a good time with. Now reduced to these weekly matches with Jimmy Havoc where people are getting their tongues stapled to crap, and there's there's tacks and yeah. barbed wire and, and cards ripping in your face. Just horrible garbage that I don't really want to see. Yep. You know, this, is, this isn't, uh, you know, and one of the things that surprised me too, and maybe this was indicative of the year of MLW, is halfway through the year, all of a sudden, there was lots of swearing going on that you never saw before. I mean, it all started infamously with Selena calling um, uh, Sammy <laughs> I mean, where, where have you ever heard that on a wrestling show? You didn't bleep nothing. You know, I'm a goat fucker. And, <laughs> I mean, when I heard that, that, that um, when we recorded that week's show, I, I had to ask you, like, did I hear her right? She called the goat fucker. Oh. And then, you know, and then went a couple weeks with, um, it seemed like every promo had a swear in it, or yep. somebody saying something horrible. Uh, then, the disastrous Mexican tour, which was horrible. Oh, that was, that was painful to watch, like, some of these shows, I would watch it even before we, uh, recorded it. The show, um, I would watch it, like, maybe, like, around an hour before we recorded it, and it was just painful to get through really started to be and it, that's what made me sad is I've loved MLW so much they were like for me they were an A show to, to now I'm going to say I'm going to put them at a C okay. because they're not horrid they're right on the edge I think this coming year I really hope they bounce back um, I really hope that uh, we get rid of some of the nonsense we don't need all the hardcore garbage yeah. okay uh, Contra Union I'm enjoying them Old school heels, bad guys, you know? Mm -hmm. um, the Von Erics, the ridiculous baby faces <laughs> who are just trapped in the 80s. And just, there are some solid wrestlers there. I'm not, I'm not enjoying Tom Lawler, though. Um, Tom Lawler, wow. Even when he was the champion, it was a little questionable. Yeah. Uh, now that he's a, a bad guy, whatever, he just doesn't have a lot of charisma. Um, he's a he, he's a Kenny King of MLW. Oh, let's not go that far. Let's okay, all right, okay, yeah, no, let's not. Okay. He's maybe the Red Titus, but not Red Titus. Red Titus, okay, Red Titus, no, I can't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, MLW, like when I first started on this show, um, he he would he would message me every week. He'd be like, check out this match, or check out this this uh, one match on MLW. I'm like, okay, and so I'd go and look it up, and it was fun. through weeks where it wasn't fun we've gone through weeks where it's like half of it's fun and half of it's not right now it's the part where i'm kind of scared to open it up because i don't know what i'm going to get in that hour so i'm going to i'm going to go with the c minus on this one but i but yeah c minus because uh hopefully it gets better we get rid of all the crap now next year do we see mlw getting better or declining worse what do you think Elio? um 
I think it's gonna hopefully uh, get better if they can just like end this whole Jimmy Havoc Mads Warner feud once and for all. Fair enough. Because that, that's what's killing it for me, is uh, that. Well, there are some good news on the horizon, okay? Oh. We have uh, the fact that um, MLW is negotiating with a bigger network to have perhaps maybe make a move to primetime or at least have a regular show that isn't just on YouTube. Actually, um, we were talking about being sports, and we actually do get it here in Canada. Just, uh, it's on certain packages. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So we actually do get being sports because I was looking, scrolling through the guide on my television a while back, and I saw I saw being sports listed. Well, let me ask you this question, Elio: uh, Is MLW worth paying money to get a package for being sports on it right now? No. No, I don't think so either. Uh, but I do see some good things on the horizon. They are making some moves. They're talking about streamlining their television show, turning some stuff up. That would be something good to see. Um, you know, they, they've, they've lost some good wrestlers. They've signed some wrestlers. Um, I think they just need to rein in some of the ridiculousness that they've gone too far. We don't need all the swearing as much as it sounds Indian cool. I don't think we really need it. Um, definitely don't need the copious amount of violence and some of these ridiculous things like the swamp fight and just oh, garbage like that. Oh, oh that was terrible. When I saw that, yeah. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, that's one of the things that's going to be stuck in our craw for a while because that was just some terrible, terrible stuff. Um, you're Okay, well, who was your favorite, last thing, who was your favorite wrestler I know we're going to have to give Matt Warner out of this because he was up and down. Is there one standout for you in uh, MLW this week? Or this year, sorry. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with the Hard Foundation, uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr. I- I'm going to I'm gonna have to agree with that. I'm also going to say keep an eye on Contra, uh, especially Jacob Fatu, who's been uh, very good. And uh, if you want to keep an obscure eye, let's keep an eye on Senshi. Um... There's a young up-and-coming guy who I think can make a difference. So, but you know what, folks? We've talked our first three of the companies we did. Why don't we take a quick uh, little break here? Me and Elio are going to have to slap our heads into a brick wall and, because <laughs> you know we're going to be talking about impact. And that's oh, boy. anything we can imagine. So, in the next segment coming up after our break, we are going to talk about, we're going to talk some impact, we're going to talk some New Japan, and we're going to talk some AE. So, folks, uh, we'll see you in a few minutes. Hello, this is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar and Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness! Hey fans, we are back. And boy, this end of the new year thing. You know what? We've had some cool things in the year though, haven't we, Elio? Yes, we have. We've had a cool, few cool interviews. We had Jeff Cobb. Uh... We played an interview with uh, Jay Lethal. We had an interview with Kenny Omega that I had done a little while ago. Uh, we had some cool stuff. And, you know, not just us, but look at the guys at uh, Wrestling POV. Mm-hmm. 200 episodes this year. I know, 200. Wow. 
and you know, as much as uh, as much as we like to to pretend to throw shade and a little bit of uh, gumption at them, those guys are our brothers. All right, we we, yeah, we all bust each other's, <laughs> including Mimi. She busts my balls. I bust her balls. <laughs> we, we, we are a big family here at Wrestling POV. Global. Yep, we are. And, uh, you know, all the POV uh, shows. And uh, hell, let's face it, I would even drink a shot with Miguel if he was sitting here. Um, <laughs> but uh, you can always catch those guys. Just like you can catch us uh, mm-hmm. every week, there are Saturdays wrestling uh, POV, covering all of the WWE and all of its kind of related programs. We got the one bone that they threw out to us, which was uh, NXT UK. When, and now that it's gotten so good, I bet part of them wishes they had. For <laughs> uh, uh, they do the they do their stuff, and you can always find them. First of all, you can write into them, just as you can write into us and tell us the things. Uh, you know, maybe your POV is a lot different from our POV. We want to hear. We want to know what you guys are thinking. You can write us on uh, Facebook at uh, Wrestling Podcast. P- Wrestling POV Podcast. Podcast. You can get us at Instagram. At Wrestling POV1. And at Twitter. At Wrestling POV. Think of that. And you can always find all of our shows on this network, Thursdays for us, Saturdays for the uh, POV guys. You can find us on, are you ready? I got this, Elio. Okay. You can find us on iTunes Radio, uh, Spotify, uh, Podbean, and iHeartRadio. Did I say that? Yeah, you got it. Yep. All right. Nice. So, folks, you know what? We really like you listening to us. We know we got fans all over the world. Our global perspective has got us some weird fans in some weird places. But you know what? <laughs> you guys are weird. We're the weird ones for thinking it was weird. We love you guys. Keep listening. Let's go now. Let's go roll on here. Okay. Uh, one of the reasons. One of the reasons that I got involved with Global, uh, I was very adamant that I wanted to talk on a show about New Japan. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year, the beginning of last year, New Japan was at such a big high. Uh, we'd come off a very good Wrestle Kingdom. There seemed like there was so many things on the horizon, and I was wondering. Excuse me. Wow, I got so excited. I was wondering, would this be the year that New Japan would make a big inroads into the United States and become a juggernaut? And you know what, fans? That didn't happen. It just petered out. New Japan at the beginning of the year was an A-plus show for me. Yep. Now, it's very inconsistent. Uh, for all the great stuff like the G1 uh, tournament, we get crap like the World Tag League. Oh, that painful, painful, painful. I, even at even at the library, it was difficult for me to sit there and watch. I, I, I don't blame you. You'd probably rather just look at the books gathering dust in some of this. <laughs> listening, listening to no commentary, which is... <laughs> Doing my own uh, commentary. We're not going to release those tapes. <laughs> now, there are still a lot of things I like about, um, about New Japan. I mean, Okada, Kazuchika Okada is still one of the mm-hmm. best wrestlers in the world. You got some great guys like Tomohiro Ishii. We, we talk about him all the time. Um, you got some of the Bullet Club guys. You know, yep. uh, you know, got Kenta. You, you've got um, you got Will Osprey. You know, you got Robbie Eagles. There's a guy who, at the beginning of the year, I wouldn't even give a crap. He's a guy who's really made him his presence. And Osprey and Okada have been two solid stars yep. straight across. Kenta coming off his WWE run, a lot of people thought, eh, is he going to be able to fit in? Well, he's been doing great. Um, hey, we share the, the same birthday. With, yep. Wow. <laughs> That's kind of, I'll get him to give you a GTS sometime. Um, <laughs> or no, one for each year that you've been alive. 
Oh, that, well, that's a lot of years. You're like 74. Your head's going to fall off by the time. <laughs> um, but you know what? There are also a few people who, who, I don't know, you know, have floated around. People they've tried to make stars that aren't working. Um, Hiroyuki Goto. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy that tried so desperately to make it to a bigger name. It still hasn't risen to the top whatsoever. Uh, the, the experiment of Tai Chi. Oh, my God. Oh. Trying to get that guy in. He, he's terrible, and he still is at the end of the year. Um, yeah. And I don't know, but I have heard rumors, and I don't know if this is true, Elio. Oh. I've heard rumors that New Japan this year is considering starting a women's division within the New Japan ranks. Oh. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, okay. Sources aren't 100% sure, but it's been talked about. Okay? Now, uh, the th- I guess the stars to keep your eyes on, if I had to say the people floating in there who might be bigger bigger names next year, the coming year, mm-hmm. definitely keep an eye on Finn Juice or either one of them on their own. Dave Finley okay. and Juice Robinson. Right. Really exciting wrestlers who yep. uh, kind of making their way there. You know, mm-hmm. uh, El Fantasmal. He had a good start the year. I think the sky's the limit for this dude. He's an amazing wrestler. Well, you see, you were saying last show, uh, people love Finn, uh, Juice Robinson over there. Yeah, and you know what? There, It's a whole different approach that New Japan has had in the past. I mean, before, foreigner wrestlers were always the big, bruising, beat the crap out of you guys, monsters that got defeated, uh, or become the lovable monster. These guys are just, you know, Juice Robinson and uh, Dave Finley are not that big. Right. Or so, yeah, you know, they're not that big. But they play the goofy, tough guys. They're tough. Mm-hmm. They can get in there with anybody, but they're goofy and lovable, and they have weird senses of humor, and they say a lot of weird crap. Um, oh, and I forgot Lance Archer finally broke out of his mold this year to become a, a guy who's a bit of a force, and I enjoy that. Um, right now, I would give the company as an overall... I'm going to give it a B minus. It hasn't 100% slid, but they had this great chance of last year being such a, a dominant company with such great stuff to being a company that sometimes you don't get a good delivery out of. Okay, um, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna go with a uh, with a straight B uh, because they're they're not that bad, but they're still they they're not doing that great right now. Now, do you think this this is the year that they're going to be able to make any kind of jump into the American market? They've already announced something like a handful of shows, but let's face it: last year they, this year, haven't haven't they? Hasn't there been talk of uh, an NJBW USA office or something headquarters? They talked about that for a while, but nothing really has come out of that. Oh, um. I don't know. Their shows over in the U.S. haven't been the greatest. No, they haven't been good even, let alone no, the No, not good at all. Well, so I'm not, I, I I'm not sure. Uh, last year, last year, Elio, I thought they're poised, they're ready. This is the year. Yeah. This year, I'm gonna say no. They're not ready. They're not poised. Uh, I think they're still years away from. They obviously need some people on the ground here to really push the company because mm-hmm. the reputation can't push you enough to to to, to be a, a viable uh, company in this landscape. Alright, so let's move on next. This is, oh god, this is the hard part of the show. I knew this was going to be the worst part. Impact Wrestling. Oh boy. Oh. You see, fans, let's get one thing straight right here. 
me and Elio are wrestling fans. We enjoy wrestling. Yeah. We've never, we have never really wanted a company to go out of business because that means a lot of wrestlers losing their jobs. We've never wanted that sort of thing. Mm. But there have been times this year where Impact has been such crap that I wish it was going to fold. I wish that those wrestlers went to better places. It has been, you know what? It started the year off as a C level program. I'm giving it an F this year. Oh yeah, this one definitely gets an F. But one one episode that was very yeah, fun. Yeah, go on. Cause now you, know what? you listen to this because he's gonna eat some crow because he told me how much he hated this. Yeah. I made him go back watch it. Yeah, yes. TJ made me go back. Yes, TJ made me go back and watch this episode of uh, Impact. They did an episode. Where it was a throwback to the 80s. And they called themselves the Impact Provincial Wrestling Federation. So I went back and watched it. This time I watched part 1s and 2. And I gotta say, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It really was fun. It was a harken back to those days of studio wrestling. I mean, yes, you got that NWA power. But this one went for all the inside jokes that of the day and the things you missed. No, hold on. The, 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 you don't get you don't get any more telling than Giuseppe Scovelli. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or come on, I know I've said this a million times, but but the Chris brothers as surfers, <laughs> some fun stuff. Okay. Um, I even found yeah, Sammy Callahan tolerable. Yeah, the first time ever Sammy Callahan was playing what he should be playing. <laughs> Let's talk a bit about this. This is what made okay. That was a nice little uh, bright, you know, brightness in the middle of all the dark. Yeah. But there's a lot of dark this year. Oh yeah. Um, things we've gone like Sammy Callahan just acting mm-hmm. disgusting, mm-hmm. and now he's their champion. Uh, oh. Beating up girls. This the stuff with Tessa Blanchard uh, and him has just been horrid. Mm-hmm. Um, the quality of some of the wrestlers. Are, the wrestlers themselves are great and they're in such bad storylines and such bad episodes and it it makes it, it this was the one like I was so happy to drop Impact because it was painful I felt I couldn't even slough it off to you it was that shitty I was like if, if I was any kind of friend of Elio's I, I can't slough this off to him this, you know we, we gotta bite the bullet and, and just get rid of this stuff yeah I mean they, they even had a, a pay-per-view this weekend uh, No Surrender which I thought was strictly an, an Impact Wrestling one but apparently they partnered up with another promotion called Wrestling Revolver well see there you go they've gone back to the, the ways of they, can, they don't even have a strong roster to do their own pay-per-views they have to like link up with some small indie company and, and use a bunch of their talent um there are some really. I have a lot of friends that work for Impact, mm-hmm. and there are some great wrestlers that work there. Yep. But man, I'm finding it painful. It's still painful. You know, it went from a, a C level show to a, an F show. Yeah. And do I think it's going any better? I don't. No. I don't. No <laughs> we 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 want to. We hope it will, but we don't see it happening. No. Terrible year for them. And uh, is there any breakout stars to watch? Um, there's, there's a lot of great wrestlers in there that I wish weren't there. I wish there were better companies. Jordan Grace, an amazing woman's yep. wrestler. Yep. Why is she stuck there? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, 
trying to think who who, who do you like off uh, their roster? Uh, I uh, always like Eddie Edwards. Jordan Grace is one. Eddie Edwards is another. Um, Ethan Page. Huh? Ethan Page. He, he's you know as a Canadian, you gotta gotta back him a bit, but he's still not that great. Yeah. But yeah, he's a dude who who has a chance. Oh, and don't forget uh, Willie Mack. Willie like, Mack. Downtown Daddy what? Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Watch that episode, fans, and then you'll know what the hell he's talking about. Um, yeah, there's, there's, uh, I don't see a lot happening next year either. I think it's either going to be just skating on its own turds, or it's going to even go. It's going to, it's going to make a level under F. That next year we're going to give it like a G or H. They, or they really need to get rid of uh, Tommy Dreamer, Rhino, uh, RVD. I mean, you know, you know, it's bad when Rhino on. That uh, pay-per-view I mentioned, No Surrender, beat his opponent in eight seconds. Yeah, I mean, Come sorry, on. you know what? You know? These were wrestlers of the past, but the past is the past. Yep. This is not even close. This is far past. And everyone knows how much we love Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> 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 so but, much uh, that he's in the chapter where that he will never be removed from. That is right, the chapter of perpetual garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the last company we're going to look at this year is AEW. Mm-hmm. Oh, now we can't say it of the bubble. beginning because this was the first year for AEW. I mean, yep. it's only in the second half of the year, like not even sorry, like the third, the, like the fourth quarter of the year that we've seen matches. It's had its ups and downs, but the the paper use have been. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, unfortunately, I'm going to say it's had more downs than ups. Yep. Um, the first episode of AEW Dynamite was Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everything after that was nuclear fallout. It was... It was <sighs> Where do you even start with this show? Um, I don't know. I don't know why, but I'm going to say that <laughs> the Dark Order might be the, the one of the bright lights in the company. We, if they... Have- that happened, eh? Yeah, I mean, with these fun videos, they're fun to watch. It's like, just okay, sit back and watch Let's clarify it. one thing here. Every time they wrestle, they're still garbage. But so far, these vignettes have made them <laughs> interesting. Okay? So that is one thing going for them. Um, you know, oh man. Okay, so AEW comes out. And they tell everybody, they're bragging on, they're going to change the world. They're taking on WWE. They're going to take them down a level. They're going to be the next big boys in town. They right. say all this stuff. Mm-hmm. WWE counter-programs with uh, NXT. Right. That starts loading up NXT with a lot of big names from the main roster. Now, the funniest thing in the world to me is all the AEW diehards who are like, that's not fair. NXT had to bring in wrestlers from the main, from the main mm-hmm. roster to combat us. Uh so are you saying that AEW is only on a level lower than the main roster? Because that's what you're saying here, that you can't compete. You, no, oh, they, didn't have to, they didn't have to bring them back. They're, they wanted to, They chose to go to NXT. No, but the point I'm saying here... Yeah, is yeah. No, I know. Is, is if you, by saying that NXT is only winning because they're bringing in guys from the yep. main roster, mm-hmm. well, you said you were better than the main roster. <laughs> it shouldn't matter who the hell they bring in. You should be beating them anyways. And that's not happening. That is not happening. Um, let's see. Bright spots in AEW this year. Um, uh, private Party. Yep, Private Party. Yep. 
Uh, it took me a while to get around, but John Moxley is starting to look very good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darby Allen. Darby Allen, one of, my, one of my favorites. Uh, now, some of the crap. Oh, look, you know what? And LAX. I'm not calling them that stupid. <laughs> name, but LAX. LAX. Uh, there's some solid stuff. Even the Young Bucks have been pretty fun. Uh, the things that have been disappointing, the guys who haven't been uh, doing it for me this year, Kenny Omega. Man, he's supposed to be the best wrestler in the world, and we're not seeing a lot of yeah. Kenny. Uh, Adam Page. Adam Page, I know. This great, what, what do you see from him? You know? uh, I haven't seen much from him this year, and then they, they build him up like uh, like uh, he was uh, he was uh, facing Jericho to decide who would be the first AEW champion. Yeah, there was a time where he was like the number one contender, and yeah. now he's not even in the mix. Uh, there's lots of bad stuff we've seen, like the the Dark Order. But besides the vignettes, their wrestling has been atrocious and bad. Uh, for me, I'm gonna go Emi Sakura. She not not one of my favorites. Not at all. But you might as well throw Riho in there too, because yeah. not, you, you pretty much should throw in the entire women's division, because. Well, wait. What about Chris Statlander? I was gonna say, with the exception of Chris. <laughs> there's something, and I'm sorry, but I like the Portuguese girl. What was her name? Um, Something of Portugal, Shanna? Shanna? The Portuguese. Is that her name? Shanna, the Portuguese? Uh, yada yada? I don't know. I think but, so. Uh, I think it was, uh, we've seen her on uh, Dynamite, right? On the regular yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Shanna. Now, the two of them uh, have been really interesting. But Riho, Britt Baker, oh, Nyla Rose, don't even get me started. No. Just the women's division is freaking horrible right now. Uh, the Big Swole? I don't know. Or you could get more unfortunate name than that. <laughs> um, so, I'm not sure what to say about that division. Uh, breakout people to watch for this year? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, Joey Janela definitely has been a disappointment. Well, he was coming in. We uh, I've never been a fan of Joey Janela. Yeah, either have I. Um, the librarians, I mean, that crap was destined to just be crap. I told them they should have just called me. I've been in the library for 20 years. I can tell people to be quiet. Now, Chris Jericho, uh, here once again, here's a guy who is going to change the world. They're going to be totally different. And yet he's doing the same gimmick that he's done in WWE for how many years? Including having the cookbook, which he's just chained to the lexicon. (laughs) (laughs) Now, every week... It's becoming the point where I'm wondering how many weeks is going to be before AEW is no longer on there or is even relevant mm-hmm. because it's progressively worse. And have you, have you noticed one similarity between MLW and, uh, and AEW? Yeah, yeah, but the difference here is... No, no, have you noticed the one similarity between them? Oh, uh, let's see, what is the one similarity? They're on YouTube, AEW's on television, AEW swears, and they're uh, like on the national television channel. Yes, I caught that this week. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on with all the, all the swearing? They're on the, like, a TNT. I guess it was de- it was decided this week that swearing is cool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I really hope that this doesn't fold. Because there are some great wrestlers in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we there. You know, we don't have time to talk about every one of them. You know, the SoCal U. All three of those guys are actually yeah. pretty solid. You know, uh, Luchasaurus, uh, Jungle Boy. I'm not going to say Marco stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but there are some good stuff there. But for every good wrestler like John Moxley, you got a Joey Janela. You know? Yep. Uh, for every uh, Sammy Guevara, you, you, you've got an, uh, a Sean Spears. Like, oh, those are two two others that have been a low point in, on that show. Now, do you see it getting better next year, Elliot? Or is it just going to progressively get worse? Uh, it's it's only this is only their first year, so I'm gonna I only give it a bit of time. I hopefully it does get better. I hope, I really do hope. Uh, I'm gonna say it's not. I, I'm okay. starting to feel like I'm almost giving up on it. Uh, it hasn't become a chore to watch, but it's starting to become a chore to watch. They're having their uh, next pay per view in February. Yeah, and here's the thing, dude, is I love some of those wrestlers. I love watching Kenny Omega. When Kenny Omega wrestles well, he wrestles well. When mm-hmm. the Young Bucks put on a good show, when when uh, when um, uh, Cody puts on a good show, these guys are all good wrestlers. But they're just being presented in such a crap way right now. It's just diluting the whole thing. Um, I really, uh, I really hope things get better, but I'm gonna say in my pessimistic heart that they're not gonna get better. Okay. Now, folks. Those are our look at the companies this year. You know what? I forgot to give them a rating. I'm going to give AEW a C minus. Okay. Uh, what do you What do you think? I'm going to go with the C. C. Well, you're a little bit more up than me. That sounds good. Um, <laughs> now, folks, before we finally go here, before we uh, go off and wish you guys a happy new year and whatnot, uh, I want Elio to open up the book, and we're going to take one quick last. Your end look and see if some people, if we're going to be nice enough and let some of these people out of the book. All right. Because let's face it, the, the book is basically what annoys the crap out of us in wrestling. You know what? I might actually and have someone to, to put in. My goodness. Our last insertion of the year. I've got to hear this. Oh. Okay. Are you ready? Do you have the book open? I have the book open. The great okay, here it is, folks. Book. He is going to read the name. Open. I'm going to tell you how I feel about them at this moment and whether they're in or out of Okay, so the first entry is Britt Baker's Mandible Claw Finisher. Ugh. Don't like it because it breaks the rules and they rely on it a lot. And it doesn't even seem like it's that effective of a thing. And it's unsanitary. Yeah, and, and somebody just bite her down. Then we have Colt Cabana. Oh, that's a tough one. You know uh, what? I don't. I don't even care anymore. Like uh, it's uh, been. It's forgotten. Like about that whole Hefe Cabo and uh, El Villano. Okay, you know what? You're right. It. You know he he had a good showing in the World Tag League. Him and Yano were a fun team. Yeah. There wasn't that much nonsense to deal with. He still can wrestle when he puts himself to it. Let's take him out of there. Merry okay. Christmas. Go uh, you're no longer on the list. Uh, then we have the Dark Order. Uh, Evil Uno with uh, one S times one. You know what? I'm going to keep this for now. Okay. Only because the promos and things are starting to sway me a bit. And I want to see where this is going to go. Okay. All right. All right. So I'd say the evil, uh, the, the the dark order stays in, and, he, and evil Ono especially. Okay. Uh, then we have Kenny King. Oh come on, Kenny King's a joke. <laughs> I, he's definitely in there just for wasting our time for saying his stupid name. So. <laughs> then we have the the man that uh, hurt hurt us, Mance Warner. Oh, 
Matt. All right, Matt, this is it. We are taking you out of the book today. But if we have to put up with more horrible crap this year from you, you're going in the book, and you may even make it into the chapter of Perpetual Losers. Oh, and when you make it to that chapter, you never get out. You're a done. You're a done. <laughs> then, we have, then we have Myron Reed's best. Ugh. You know what? Um, let's face it. Uh, D'Lo Brown pulled that shtick for years. Right. And let's give him props for at least pulling a kind of funny thing out of there. So, Myron yeah. Reed, we're going to take you out, okay? Uh, and I feel... I feel... It's Jordan Oliver. And I see that. Sorry. I said, if anyone deserves to be in the list, they would uh, out of that whole group. Oh, Jordan Oliver. Oh yeah. And I should have to say, uh, I had that one tag team match with against uh, Gringo Loco and uh, Zanchi. I kind of didn't mind injustice against uh, that team. I, yeah, I gotta say that it was a good match. They actually showed those guys can actually wrestle. So yeah, it was good. Okay. Sorry. Then. Then we have uh, Kenny Casey Lennox. Haven't seen her for a while. Oh, did no, you? We don't see her yet. Oh no, we I saw her on uh, the one episode uh, the the week we uh, that uh, you were sick. Uh, no, no, the week at the week after uh, Priscilla Kelly attacked her backstage. So. So she's still floating around there. Okay, we're gonna keep her in because she was such a horrible, non-talented hack that she deserves to be in this. And place. actually, I saw her this week. She asked uh, the Von Erics, can, you, can we please get your feelings on this whole situation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. No, she stays in. She stays in. We have Sammy Guevara. Did we put Sammy Guevara in there? Yeah. Why did we put him in there? I think uh, we had, he had that uh, stupid um whatever it was that he wore out to the oh, ring. Oh, the panda bear. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? He doesn't use that at all. Okay, so we can actually take that him out of there. And let's face it, he is one of the good kind of fun talents in AEW right now. So yeah, he's coming out of the book. Merry Christmas, uh, Sammy. Don't make me deport you. Next. And <laughs> then we have Jimmy Havoc's staple gun. You know what? Is, is his staple gun? Is he in there? Uh, you know he, what? He's in the uh, chapter. He's in the chapter section. Okay, so you know what? Let's move his staple gun in there with him. And okay. Let's put all staple guns in wrestling. In the, in the chapter of Perpetual Losers. Okay, and I, the one that I have, I want to put Emmy Sakura's uh, ridiculous microphone in there. Oh, yeah, the whole... Uh, that whole? Very, just terrible. Uh, <laughs> it's not funny, I, I don't get it, but the microphone is even worse. Yeah, I, I accept it. Uh, do the honors, buddy. Emmy Sakura's microphone, you just made the book. Uh, is that all we have in the, the book now? And that is all we have in the book. All right, now the scary part, folks. We're going to open up the, the chapter of Perpetual Losers and just laugh at them. They're not going <laughs> out. They're fucking losers. So let's hear who they are and mock them. <laughs> the first entry is that beautiful word that begins with F that TJ likes so much. My eyes twitching. That will always be. I hate that. It's like one of those terrible words. It's like you know what it drives me crazy. When I was a kid, and my mom would say, "Hey, would you like some brekkie?" Brekkie. <laughs> or when I have people say, "Oh, what did you have for supper?" 
Oh, I had some chicky chicky. Oh, you want a brusted lip? Because oh. chicky again, I'm gonna bust your damn lip. Yes, there are certain words, and that's one of them. That, that's a trigger for me, obviously. <laughs> Our next entry is uh, the person that uttered that word, Nigel McGinnis. Nigel McGinnis, you are such a crap hack. I cannot stand you, man. You, you just, I used to kind of like you as a wrestler, and when you first started commentating, you're like Jerry Lawler of NXT UK. <laughs> you're just Seriously. stupid observations. You're, yep. you're, you're, you're just you're ridiculous arguing with with, uh, with your co-host. You're, you're just garbage, man. I, don't, I guess maybe that's your character, but I don't like it. It's crap. Then we, you're always be there. Then we have Sammy Callahan times six. Just because he had to go time six on a he's just gross. He's a horrible out of, slob who doesn't even look like he belongs in wrestling, let alone be a champion of any sort. He, he's disgusting, he does dumb things, and he's never coming out of the book. And then we have Tommy Dreamer. Oh, Tommy Dreamer. You know what? I'm not even going to waste my oxygen talking about you. You deserve it. You're going to stay here. Sir. Next. Uh, Jimmy Havoc. Ugh. Jimmy Havoc. Oh, how do I hate thee? Let me count the ways. There's so many of them. You are this horrible, non-talented piece of crap who can't wrestle worse shit. So what do you do? You let yourself get hit in the face with sticks and dumb things because you're talentless. And without this hardcore crap, you would never get anywhere. Yep. You have a terrible look. Your pasty face, dead-looking face with your stupid haircut and your dumb clothes and all your crap you are going to be in this chapter after I'm long and dead so I'm going to carry <laughs> damn tell us how you really feel TJ <laughs> <laughs> and the, the new century is Jimmy Havoc staple gun and Jimmy Havoc staple gun staple guns of any kind do not belong in wrestling this is a Rona okay, this is a default <laughs> Wow. There you have it, folks. That's our chapter for Petrol Losers. Every year we're going to, you know, maybe maybe every six months or three months we'll open it up, laugh at those losers, and just remind people of how crap I really, I really don't know what to say about the Butcher and the Blade and the Bunny. I really, first of all, they need a team name because uh, they can't keep calling them the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny. 3B the experience. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind Butcher and the Blade and the Bunny. There's, there's, Nobody else has that stupid names or, or that sequence, so I don't mind. Uh, let's give them time. Let's give them. Time. Okay, let's give them time before we can, I can actually say whether or not I like them. All right. So speaking of time, <laughs> thank you, fans, who took the time to listen to us. I mean, we're just two drunken alcoholic idiots uh, blathering on about wrestling. Uh, but thank you, thank you that you took the time to to listen to us. We want to throw out our thank yous all across the world. <laughs> We want to thank the people in Australia and New Zealand. Uh, for the one farmer in Papua New Guinea who, da- who downloaded our show, thank you very much. Uh, for all the people across Asia, uh, the Philippines, I know we get fans in Germany, uh, Ireland, England, thank you guys very much. All our fans in Canada and in the United States, yep. put down your guns and say thank you. We enjoy the fact that you liked our show and, <laughs> and, and you continue to, continue to uh, listen. And, uh, oh, of course, let's not forget our friends in Russia. Yep. Uh, thank you, people. You, 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 it, makes me, it makes me happy that you, you guys took the time to listen to us. And uh, 
we just want to say to all you people out there, thank you. It's been a great year. We hope to have another solid year where we're going to continue mm-hmm. going on. Hopefully, I don't get sick and, get, and miss an episode this year. Uh, we're going to try and do as many as we can before we. Don't get worry. If if if, if that should happen, I'll to all the cover you that week. Sounds sounds good. I, I guess I'll cover you too. <laughs> <laughs> cover you with punches. No, anyways. Um, <laughs> Elio, thank you for the one year it was uh, it's been a fun time uh, hanging with you talking with you yep, just watching us and laughing our asses off yep uh, books uh, you know keep tuning in tell us what you think tell us how you feel about wrestling because you know what you listen to the show because you're a fan of wrestling you're growing up and you loved it that's what we were we were just kids who like watched it fell in love with what mm-hmm. we saw and we stuck with it through the shitty and the thin to where we are today yep so I want to wish you all a wonderful new year you know we're closing out this year 2020 does that mean we get a great eyesight i hope so both me and elio have glasses we wouldn't mind not even, <laughs> wearing the even if it was just a year but hey uh folks keep tuning in elio you the bomb man say goodbye to everybody all right fans we'll talk to you on the new year <laughs> i don't care where are you from yep. let's destroy your fucking home, your fucking home. nobody can stop me are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Раз, два, три. Погнали. Russian gang, here we go. Every week.